Hi everyone, welcome to Understand the Bible. This is a sermon that was preached on the 4th of November at our church. The passage is Deuteronomy chapter 8. Uh, you might want to have that open as you, uh, we begin. And the theme is remembrance and why it's important to remember. But before we begin, let me just give you a quick reminder. If you haven't looked at it already, please do have a look at the Understand the Bible website. That's understandthebible.uk. And the reason is that there's a lot more content on the website than there is on the podcast. You can also subscribe on YouTube and on Facebook and all of the links for those things are on the website as well. So do have a look at that if you like the podcast. Please also, if you can, give me a rating, maybe even a review, as it really helps new people to find this, this podcast. So thanks so much everyone for listening to me and now on to the actual sermon. Well, let's uh, keep that, um, that passage open. We'll spend a few moments thinking about, uh, thinking about that passage. And um, as, it's, uh, as it's remembrance theme today, I thought it would be good to think about remembering. Um, you know that 2020 is the 80th anniversary of the Battle of Britain. So we were celebrating that a little bit um, uh, earlier on in the year. Actually, um, I, I read a book over the summer, during the uh, summer holidays, I was reading a book about, um, all about the Battle of Britain, and I learnt a lot of things that, um, that I never knew about it. You know that that was the occasion when um, Churchill famously said, never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to so few. And that's why the, uh, the RAF today are called the few. That's, uh, that's their sort of their nickname. And I think it is important to remember, isn't it? It is important to remember where we've come from and, uh, and to, to look forward as well. You know, we remember and that gives us uh, strength for today. That's why. And, and actually what this passage does, I think, in Deuteronomy 8, is it, it helps us to put remembering into context to, to explain why remembering is important to God. And that's what this passage is, is all about. It's about remembering and not forgetting. You know, remembering and not forgetting and what happens when, uh, when you do those things. There's a little spider going across my Bible. Um, he's fine. Um, so, um, just to put this into context, the people, they had just spent 40 years wandering in the wilderness. And in fact, um, did you notice in our psalm, it said, So I swore in my wrath, there will never enter my rest. That was the generation that had angered God. At the start, when they came out of Egypt, they were disobedient. You know, 12 spies went to spy in Canaan and, and they decided that actually the promised land they couldn't go into because they were, it was too big for them. And so they disobeyed God. And, um, and so God uh, led them through the wilderness for 40 years. So that's the context of this. You see in verse 2, it says, uh, when the Lord your God, sorry, that's verse uh, chapter 7, and remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness these 40 years. So they're, they're just coming into the promised land. This is Moses' last kind of sermon, last, you know, the last thing that he wants to say to them before they come into the promised land. So that's the, the context of it. Now, why had God just spent 40 years leading them through the wilderness. 
what was the point of all of that kind of wilderness travelling? And there, uh, there are two reasons given. It says it twice. Uh, it says in um, verse 2, uh, to humble and test you. And then it says exactly the same again in verse 16. So to humble, humility, is one reason. And, and a test is the other. To test that they would, they would obey uh, they would obey the Lord. Now, what was the purpose of this, this um, being humbled and this testing? And it, we see that in two reasons given. Verse 3, it says, He humbled you, causing you to hunger, and then feeding you with manna, to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. So the people went hungry, and then God fed them with manna in a, in a way which he'd never fed anyone before to teach them that we don't live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And that's why uh, God did it. The wilderness time had been given to teach, them, to teach them dependence on God. And the second reason is in verse 16. It says, he gave you manna to eat in the wilderness but to humble and test you so that, in the end, it might go well with you. So that's the second reason. In the end, it might go well with you. That's the second reason that God did it. It was to teach them to trust him, and it was to teach them uh, that in, so that in the end it would go well with them. And that's what God does with these times. Times of difficulty, times of trial... They are to teach us to depend on him. They're to teach us so that it will be good for us in the end. And we could spend ages looking at this about the, the reasons why God permits bad things to happen. But we're not, we're not going to go into that too deeply. There are lots of reasons. But the wilderness had been given by God to teach the people to trust and obey him. Now let's, let's think about, let's go back to the Battle of Britain for a moment, think about the uh, the war. Think about what what happened in 1940. One of the things that I learnt from my my reading this book, um, I don't think I'd ever quite appreciated before just the situation that we as a nation were in in um, spring 1940. How the German the Germans had broken through uh, France and come through at a speed that no one had no one had anticipated. And uh, the British Expeditionary Force and you know, all of the Allied troops were basically cornered in the ports in France. And, uh, and it kind of, they went one by one. The ports were taken by the, the German forces until we were surrounded at Dunkirk. And, um, and I, I mean, I know you learn about these things a bit at school, but reading about it, just put it into perspective for me, just to think the corner that we were in, it's, it's hard to overstate the, the danger and the, you know, what could have happened. You know, because the Germans were lining up boats to invade Operation Sea Lion, it was called. Um, you know, it was immense peril. And uh, that came across very clearly as I was reading. But you may know that on the 24th of May, 1940, King George, George VI, he called for a national day of prayer. And he asked people... Um, and in fact, I saw um, as a picture I saw the other day. He said, um, "As I do, you know, to, to pray." And um, you know, he said, "I have faith in God, 
and you know, please pray as well. And he called for, for the nation, for the British people to pray. And you know something, God heard those prayers. And this is, this is what, what has become known as the miracle of Dunkirk. There are about 400,000 troops over on the beaches in Dunkirk. 380,000 troops were evacuated in those few days. 380,000. Imagine that. And there were so many boats and things that went over. The weather was favourable. You know, the sea was like glass. And um, there was no, it wasn't choppy at all. And yet there was cloud cover so that the, the bombers, the, the Luftwaffe, couldn't, couldn't get them. And uh, it, it actually helped many more, many more troops to escape. And this has become known as the miracle of, of Dunkirk. And that was an answer to prayer. I, I think we can be pretty sure that that was a direct answer to prayer, to the people praying to God and him delivering us. We conquered then by God's grace. We conquered then by the grace of God. And I think you could say it wasn't just Dunkirk, it was the whole, the whole war, actually, I think, um, is a, was you know, by the grace of God we, we prevailed. Remember. That's what I think we need to remember as we think on this uh, Remembrance Day. To remember that we prevailed, but we prevailed by the bravery of a lot of men and women, but ultimately by the grace of God, by seeking him, that we, that we prevailed. And it's important to remember and not to forget. And not forgetting is the second part of what this, this passage talks about. There are actually three warnings in this passage about not forgetting in verse 11. Uh, do not uh, be careful that you do not forget. And then in verse 14 and then in verse 19, do not forget. Uh, three times it, it comes up. Why does God say to the people, what does Moses say? Do not forget the Lord your God. Well, in verse 10, he says, when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land uh, he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget um, what he's saying is that it's easy to forget God when we've eaten and when we're satisfied. When we're going through good times, it's very easy to, to forget God. When our lives are better. Verse 17 says, You may say to yourself, My power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. So when, we are, uh, when we've got plenty of money, or at least you know, when we've got plenty of food, we've got enough to eat, when times are good, when we're living in a time of peace, uh, all of those things, when we've got um, TVs, when we've got computers and YouTube and all of these things, it's so easy to forget that those things come from God and those things are blessings which come from him. And what happens when we forget God? We disobey him. Verse 11, uh, be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God failing to observe his commands, his laws and his decrees that I am giving you this day. So when we forget God, then we, we disobey him. We forget his, his laws as well. 
because we think that you know, life is just our own to make it however we like. And, uh, and then we follow other gods. Verse, verse 19, if you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them. And again, that's something which, which happens. I mean, as I'm going through this, um, I hope that you've been able to, to see that this is something which we can, it's not just you know, on the page, is it? But it's something we can see all around us. How as a, as a nation, uh, certainly in the Western world, We've got so much prosperity now that I think we've forgotten God completely. And um, you can see that, can't you, in the way that the politicians, for example, um, in this next upcoming lockdown, they think that garden centres are so crucial that garden centres need to remain open, but churches should close. And um, I think that says something about the priorities that the government have. That, you know, garden centres, no, they're essential. And schools, of course, you know, schools are important. Schools are so important to keep open. But churches, nah, they're not essential. Close them for public worship. It says something about our priorities. We've forgotten God. And certainly our political leaders, most of the media, have forgotten God. And that's what's happened to us as a nation. So I think the lessons that we need to learn from this are to to remember, we need to to learn the lessons of the past. I think there is a time and a place for looking back. There is a time and a place for for turning our eyes back a few years to see what God has done. And to remember that even just about within living memory, that God has, has got us through much harder times as a country than we're going through now. Like I said, with the war, with the Battle of Britain, with the war, that God got us through those times uh, in a way that, uh, that that was so much more difficult than it is now in many ways. And we know that God got us through. God was faithful and he heard us then when we prayed. So we shouldn't forget him now. We shouldn't forget those lessons. We should remember the way that God is capable of all of these things, sorting them all out, if we turn to him, if we, we pray to him. In verse 20, just at the end of that passage, it says, Like the nations the Lord destroyed before you, so you will be destroyed for not obeying, obeying the Lord your God. There's a warning as well. And there's a warning for, for nations who do not turn back to God, who do not remember him. And again, I think we can see in our society how this is beginning to play out, isn't it? We're, we're so divided and um, people are, I think if things don't change, we're going to destroy ourselves as, as the Western world, actually. I think we can see the seeds of that happening, but it's happening so fast. Uh, look at what's happening in America and uh, with the election that's going on. You know, there, there seem to be two sides, who are each, of, each of which is going to, you know, threatens of violence, whoever wins. And that's where we are. So we need to remember, we need to remember what God has done for us. And I think that's true both for us as individuals, as well as for us as a nation, particularly in our cases as British, uh, when we look back uh, at our Christian history and how the National Days Prayer that we had um, and, and so many other things. You know, God has, I think, been 
you know, when we've turned to him, God has been, been there and, and has helped us. And we need to trust and obey God for the present. And this is where we'll, we'll finish. But I think uh, these, these hard times are there to teach us to trust God and to obey him. And when we, we trust him, when we obey him, when we seek him, we'll find that he is faithful. And that's true for us as individuals. I think it's also true for, for nations as well, when they will submit uh, to him. So let's remember to do that. Remember in our own lives and seek God in our own lives. But let's also pray for our, our national leaders, for our, the people who are making these decisions, um, and for us as a, as a whole. Be praying for our friends, neighbours, um, and just be praying for us that God would... We've been praying for a great awakening, haven't we? And let's pray that people would remember how God has, has been there in the past. And pray that people would seek him and turn to him as we, as we face this, this crisis together.